My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're going to have a conversation with Chris Lupus who is a well-known editorial and advertising photographer based in LA, but he also works in New York City and Philadelphia areas. Hello, Chris. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, Thanks for having me. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. All right. So let's start by talking about your personal journey of becoming the person you are today. Uh, what led you to discover your true passion in life? Yeah, it was kind of a journey for me. So when I was growing up, I always wanted to be a movie director. Uh, I just I just always thought it would be cool to like make movies and short and films and stuff. And so I moved to New York City in my early 20s, um, did a couple of shorts and worked on a couple of movies. And I didn't love the editing process. Like I liked mm-hmm. shooting it. But when it came to doing the post-production, I, I just, it wasn't for me. I, it was like, not that it was too much work because I'm, I'm not against the work that you have to do to do creative stuff. It was just, I don't know. I just didn't have the love for the post-production. Like I, so I was doing a video for mm-hmm. a friend of mine that was in a band uh, in Maryland, probably in 2009, I think it was. Uh, and that's when I first like started to have an interest in photography, but I had never shot anything before, like ever, like oh, never wow. shot stills before. Mm-hmm. I had done plenty of video work, but I'd never done stills. And there was a girl on stage, I was filming their show and there was mm-hmm. a girl on stage with a, with a DSLR, like a, a, uh-huh. a camera. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to shoot stills, but I never have. Can I, like, we just switch for one song and I'll use your camera and you can use mine. And she's like, sure. And I shot like five images and I was like, oh, I got to get one of these. So then mm. like, I don't know, two weeks later or something, I bought a used camera off a friend and I just started shooting anything I could, friends, like whatever, you know, it was mostly actually band stuff at first because one of my close friends was in a band. So I was doing a lot uh, of stuff, okay. shooting their shows. And then I started getting hired to do weddings and stuff, but that wasn't really for me, but I learned that overdoing it instead of just, you know, I, I always tell young photographers that ever ask me looking for advice and stuff. I always tell them mm-hmm. when they start out to shoot everything, because it'll kind of tell you what you don't want to do more than what you do want to do. Right. And then you'll eventually kind of like go in the way of stuff that you love to do. So I, that's what it did with me. Like I was shooting band stuff. I shot mm-hmm. a little bit of wedding stuff and not that I didn't, I, I didn't like doing weddings, not because I hated the subject matter and stuff. It was just, I felt bad that I didn't love it and Mm. I kind of felt bad taking people's money for doing a job that I wasn't like gung-ho about you know I didn't think the work was bad I didn't think I was doing a bad job per se 
but it kind of like, it wasn't like a passion for me. And mm-hmm. I always wanted to chase my passions before I chased money in right. terms of like my career, because I want to do stuff that I love to do. And so it wasn't as much as like, I hated the work or that the work was bad. Cause I don't think it was, but it was more like, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do if I could, you know? So that's, that's kind of the avenue I, I took. Okay. So what strikes you the most about photography? Like what gives you the most excitement in the process? It's definitely people. I, I'm a people person. I like, you know, working with people. I, I bartended for a long time before I became like more successful doing photography. And I, I always caught myself like asking people what they did yeah. for a living and stuff like that. And and it and, and you know, and other people would always make comments like, "Oh, why do you always ask people that and stuff?" And I'm like, "It's not." I think people always thought it was a money thing, and it was never a money thing for me. I'm not mm-hmm. really that money oriented. I need to be more 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 business savvy. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I could I could use that more a little bit in my life. Um, but no, I just I just always found it so interesting how people got to do what they do for a living. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew one guy that uh, made bus parts for like a, a company and he had like a patent and was the mm. only guy in the, in the country that made this particular part. So anytime people made a bus, they had to go to him. And right. I was just like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you get into that? You know? So that was always, and still is the most like interesting thing for me. Like now I shoot more celebrity work so like Mm -hmm. that stuff is you kind of like know going into those shoots like how I got into it because I always try to do a little research before I shoot somebody Mm -hmm. but when I started in New York I was doing a lot of corporate stuff and I was doing a lot of business stuff for this magazine ad week they were sending me a ton of of jobs that were all like you know CEOs and and like CFOs and stuff like that so that was more like you know, the same thing. Like, I didn't know anything about what they do. Like, I don't know anything about the business world. So mm-hmm. meeting those guys was kind of interesting. Just see how people live differently. And like, you know, just their personality is different. Cause I only really hang around artist types, um, uh-huh. you know, personally. So just seeing people that were like, so driven by money and stuff like that. And, and in the, not that they're driven by money, but they're in the financial sector and all that. It's like such a different world to me. Whereas I'm just more of like the artist friends and you know stuff like that yeah I see you like the creative process of it and bringing out the unique uh, I guess features of people that you shouldn't yeah. I've seen a lot of your work and a lot of portraits that you do uh, it yeah. kind of highlights um, the you know the uniqueness like I said in every individual that you should uh, as Anything that you would share with others in terms of the advice of finding your own, uh, I guess, voice or passion, where should they start? Uh, how would they know this is something they need to explore further? Yeah, well, with photography, I mean, that's kind of the only way that I can give people advice because that's kind of what I know the best. I mean, but it works with film and anything. I always just try to like, do what I want to do. And you'll kind of find the people that like that style. You know what I mean? Like, I think when I first started out, I was trying to like shoot work, like people that I I was a fan of, or that I wanted to like emulate their style or whatever. And then eventually you kind of just find what you really want to do and like your voice and like, you kind of see it through your images and, and, but that takes a little while, you know? So I think 
did you ever hear of Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours? Have you ever heard that? Yeah, of course. I've heard. Yeah, so that's a good thing. I mean, I don't know if it's 10,000 exactly for photography. I'm sure by mm -hmm. now it has been, but but uh, but that was a that's good advice, you know, just to kind of just like constantly be working on your craft and like trying to get trying to like hone your craft, you know, because I have a friend um, back where I grew up that had mm -hmm. started doing photography like uh, like two years ago or so. And she's really, really good. And she does like families and weddings and stuff like that. She doesn't mm -hmm. do the kind of work that I do, but she took to it so fast, you know, like some people just have it in them. And then some people have to work a little harder for it. And I was one of the people that had to kind of like work a little bit harder for it, mm -hmm. but that's okay. I mean, I love it. I Going back to the video stuff, like I right. love editing. I love editing photography. But I didn't mm. love editing video, but like photos and stuff, like I kind of go into shoots knowing how I want it to look. And yeah. so it's not really a deep editing process for me, like mm -hmm. in the post-production, it's kind of like in camera, I kind of get as close as I, mm. I can to like how I want it to look in my head. Um, but yeah, but any, anything creative, I think like you just have to, the best advice is to do like what you want to do or see what, like show what you want to see in the world as right. opposed to like what you're seeing from other people because you'll always be most authentic that way you know and like you'll you'll make your best work and if people don't you know come to it right away you just got to keep pushing because they eventually will like you'll that's like that there's always that term like find your tribe right and I'm not really yes. that kind of person but but it is true there, there is some merit to it like you will eventually find people that dig what you do there's plenty of people out there you know and right. with photography too people are always like oh how do you find jobs blah, blah, blah. there's like so many jobs there's there's enough for everyone it's like the mm -hmm. uh it, you know the secret i don't know if you ever got into any of that i i read it like you know 10 years ago and i don't believe all of it but there is some of it where like if you're if you practice gratitude i think that does work yes. and i think if you kind of put out in the universe like what you're trying to get I think that does come back to you a lot of times so I, I don't think all of it is true I don't you know I think some of it's a little hokey but I do practice some of it and I think it does work so it, it's you know it's like you don't have to anything you read or like you you hear from someone you mm -hmm. don't have to take it 100% all the time but sometimes just take what fits for you you know and then build that into your life so I think that is important Yes, it is important. And something that you just mentioned, you being authentic and being genuine in your intentions and like finding your unique style, applying it with the skills that you have. And eventually you will find people who appreciate you as a creator, whatever that could be for you, that's a photography. And you found your style along the way. You try different ways, right? And something Definitely. didn't work, something you didn't like. And uh, actually it gives you, um, you know, uh, you need to see what you don't want in life sometimes to understand what you do want. Or, or for sure. What you are uh, expecting to get. So with people trying to, um, you know, like finding themselves, I think it's important to listen to what really like, you know, something that excites you. Sometimes it could feel a little bit scary if it's unknown territory, I would say, if you've never been there before, but uh, as long as you know, like you can uh, apply your skills and see how it's going to you know, eventually emerge 
from your effort and uh, time that you put in, uh, I think it's important to stick with what you like and be there for a long haul, like knowing that it will take some time to pick up, to find people in your tribe, uh, and um, eventually it will work out. So um, to kind of like uh, having that in mind, I think it's important uh, for also like other people to see uh, how you stand out in your career as well. Uh, is there uh, any like lessons that you learn along the way and maybe something that you feel made you stronger and uh, kind of shaped you in the best version of who you are. Yeah, well, actually, when you were talking, uh, something popped into my head. But mm -hmm. so, uh, man, I'm so I'm 42 now. So literally 20 years ago, mm -hmm. um, a friend and I were going to move to LA originally. That's where I live now. But uh, we're just looking. We were out here looking for places, and 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 we met one of our friends out here, and he said something to us, and and at the time it sounded like so blasphemous, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing photography then, but it still makes sense. Like he, he was like, if you, if you come out here and you don't have any success for 10 years, mm -hmm. would you still do it? And mm -hmm. at the time we were like, like unsure. Right. And and now it's like, yeah, I, I would, because it doesn't always come. I mean, like people, even when photographers like blow up, you know, mm -hmm. people are always like, Oh, they came out of nowhere. It's like, no, if you look, these people have always been shooting for like 10, 15 years. Like, it's not like nothing happens overnight. People right. think it does, but it's the same with actors and stuff. They, they get into a movie or something and all of a sudden they're, they're this big star and it does happen. It does happen with young people. Like sometimes people just pop, you yeah. know, but for the most part, people are like John Hamm, you know, John Hamm is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that guy was toiling around for years and years and years before he got Mad Men. Like Yes. He was, he was like a working actor, but, but no one knew who he was. He, he wasn't doing anything big. He was, uh -huh. you know, a waiter mm -hmm. or a bartender. So I forget what he was doing, but yeah. I mean, sometimes it just takes a long time and, and me personally, I'm never going to give up. I'm just going to keep doing it, mm -hmm. but it's hard for people. A lot of people want to have kids or they want to get married or they want to have like a house. And like, you have to kind of have your priorities. You can have those things as an artist, but it's a little harder, you know? So yeah. it's like, you kind of have to like understand what you're getting into when you're, when you're traveling this life. Cause it is hard mm -hmm. and you have to do some things that maybe you don't always want to do to keep the lights on. Right. right. <laughs> like in of terms course. of jobs and stuff, yeah. and I think people a lot of times feel, and I've done this too, but they feel like once they're getting hired as an artist or, or as a photographer or doing videos or whatever you do, mm -hmm. like you don't want to then still bartender. You don't want to then, still mm -hmm. have a side job to pay the bills and it's like well I mean you're still doing what you really want to do mm -hmm. it just sometimes it takes a little longer to only do that you know and yeah. I think people feel bad about themselves if they have to do these other jobs you know and you can't you know because no one's keeping score but you like you think mm -hmm. oh everyone's thinking like oh this guy has to do this job and then he does the other stuff on the side and it's like sometimes mm -hmm. it takes a while to make money as an artist you know it doesn't happen mm -hmm. overnight. It's not always yeah. easy. And some people it is easy for, but like for the most, for the majority of people, it takes a long time to like build the, that client base or build, mm -hmm. you know, a reputation or whatever to get these referrals, to get 
people right. want to hire you for things. So it's not always like overnight. And I think people have to sometimes know that going in that it's going to be harder than they think, but yeah. it's worth it if you stick with it. You know, like I love my job, like legitimately, I'd say it all the time. I do talks like this with like potential clients and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and cause that's part of the gig. Like you have to constantly be like cold emailing people and then you'll do little meetings with them. And I tell every person that I meet, like I legitimately love my job. Like I am one of the pe- few people that I know that is like mm-hmm. begging to work more. Right. Oh, wow. And most <laughs> people are like, Oh, like I hate work. Well, I'm like, I love work. Like I want to work every day. You know, I feel like when you come to the place where you work is no longer a job for you, but just your lifestyle, this is just who you are. And it's part of you. It's like extension of who you are pretty much. And you don't treat it as a job. Like it's not the same. And um, that's where you feel mostly, you know, appreciated, fulfilled, satisfied. And that's where everybody wants to be. And I feel like um, a lot of times uh, people getting, you know, stuck in the jobs or careers, probably they don't like or find yeah. out that it's not for them. Perhaps it started as a, I don't know, maybe some kind of like family advice to go into this type of profession. And in the end, this is not what they wanted to do, but it's okay to change at any moment of time. You can decide today okay, I want to try something else on the side. You can start making it as your side hobby, right? And don't be afraid, but you know, it's going to take some time, like you said, to build that client base, to build your reputation, to put into work, like to showcase what you can do, right? And, um, but that first step of kind of like, first, like being honest with yourself, how do you feel? Do you feel satisfied? Yes, then it, you can continue doing what you're doing. If not, perhaps you have to change what you're doing to get something else, different results. So that's what, you know, important for other people to hear is not to be afraid to kind of like explore other avenues out there, especially, you know, what you're good at, you know, what your skills are, right? What if you applied in, you know, other direction and, um, you know, find yourself uh, something that you would be happy about. And like you said, it's no longer a job for you. It's just, uh, you know, you're enjoying your life every single day doing what you love. And that's just a dream. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I don't want to paint, I don't want to paint it. Like everything is, is there's no work behind it. There is a lot of work behind it, but yeah, but you're right. I mean, anytime I'm, so as a photographer, like the most of your job is spent like emailing and having meetings and Mm -hmm. editing, right? Like the actual shoot part is only probably like 10 or 20%. But yeah, I mean, ultimately this is what I want to be doing. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's not that it's not work. It, it is work, right? It mm-hmm. is work, but it's, yeah, the, 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 like the means to the end is, is worth it in the end, if that makes any sense. Like yeah. ultimately like what I want to do, I'm doing. And there's like, you were saying, like there are so few people that get to actually say that and that there's nothing like better than that to me, you know, but I, but also there's other people, you know, people have different not even priorities, people have different situations in their life. You know, if yeah. you, if something happens and you need money for something and it's hard to make it as an artist, then like, 
Sometimes you have to put it on hold for a while. But my, what I always tell people is you only live once as far as we know, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and then, uh, so if you want to do something, try, you know, even if it's on the side, like you never know, you never know. And yeah. especially with the internet and, and like, you know, Instagram and t- even TikTok now, people are making like so much money dancing yeah. in their room, you know, <laughs> being, being idiots on, on, on the internet. And it's like, that's not for me, but like, if that's what you want to do, if you want to do like internet comedy, that's a thing now, you know, which mm-hmm. it never was before. So people, there are so many opportunities for people to do things that they want to do. Even like, if you're a photographer, right? Like it doesn't have to be your full-time job. You can still have an Instagram account and show off your work. And then maybe you get hired for stuff and maybe it becomes your full-time job. You never mm-hmm. know. There are people that I'm friends with that aren't photographers that take iPhone photos and they're just incredible. And you're just like, Mm-hmm. okay like like why don't you do this you know like you're yeah. so good at this but you know sometimes people just don't that's not their path but you never know what your path can be if you actually put like put yourself out there and that's that's the hardest part with being an artist and, and doing creative stuff is like the fear of failure you know mm-hmm. but I don't have that anymore I guess it's just kind of like built into the, the life you know yeah I think people are always scared like oh I try this people are going to say, oh, your work stinks or something like that. And like, I've never personally had that happen. I mean, maybe it mm-hmm. does, but I think it's more like the fear of rejection. But right. most of the time in, in like the art world, you don't really get rejected. You just don't hear anything, right? Yeah. It's not like people are like, oh, you, like sending you like nasty emails, you know? <laughs> like most of the time it's just, they either write back, oh, your stuff's great. Like we'll keep you in mind. And then like, you just don't hear from those people. And that that's a form of rejection, mm-hmm. I guess. But for the most part, it's either you don't hear from them at all, or, you know, you hear back like, oh, we like your stuff. We'll keep you in mind. But you never know. Cause I've had people email me three years later, like, and hire me for stuff that I mm. never thought that they would, I would ever work with them, you know? So I think people take rejection in different ways, but I think as an artist, you kind of have to have it built mm-hmm. in and just not worry about it. Just like keep doing your thing and just really, really believe that it's going to happen for you. Cause that's like the biggest, biggest thing. Like you have to have that self-assuredness and that belief that like what you're doing Mm -hmm. is going to get you there, you know? Right. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, Believing in yourself and knowing that uh, it's just a matter of time when it takes off, but it will eventually don't focus on other people's rejections because this is not about you, really. Not about what you're going to offer to, uh, you know, people. It's just uh, maybe it's not the right time, not the right person. You never know what's happening, but you can't always take it personally. You have to kind of yeah. like uh, be immune to, you know. You can never take external- it personally. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the I thing, know. honestly. Like you, you can't take anything personally because it's not, it's not it's not you know like you mm-hmm. never know people they, they could like your stuff and they're just looking for something else it's the same it's almost like dating right it's like yeah. you can't take this stuff personally even though it is the most personal thing right like you're like this is my work this is like what i this is what i'm putting out there if you, you don't like this you know but it doesn't mean they don't like it maybe they're just looking for something else at that time you know right so it could be different reasons it's not about you at exactly all. And, and there are people out there that will like it so that's the thing that's yeah. what you have to always know deep Mm -hmm. down is is that there's going to be some this is going to be for someone right Mm -hmm. it it always will be because there always will be people 
like what you do you know yeah there are people out there looking specifically for what you do and you don't know about it how would you know like how would you find them if you're sitting in your apartment not doing anything right you have to get yourself out there show your work show what you can do so people can find you and then it will keep rolling so we have to always be kind of like our own cheerleaders and totally uh, tell ourselves that you know, we can do anything we put our mind into that direction. So it's just up to us, pretty much. The, and- the thing is, you have to stay there, right? You have to stay mm-hmm. in that mental space because it's a hard journey to do to do creative stuff for a living. Like, it, it's not, in other words, like, at normal jobs, you get hired, right? And then, like, every year they have, like, this little thing where, like, oh, you're going to yeah. get a, uh, you're gonna get a raise, you're going to get promoted or whatever. And then, like, it's always, like, this linear like go up going up right it's always right. like linear like oh okay you're you're an associate and then you're a vice president or whatever the lo- the lines are right you're a manager then you're a president mm-hmm. vice president all that stuff like it doesn't work like that with arts like you, you mm-hmm. kind of some some years you'll have like a ridiculous year and then sometimes you'll like be back down and then i had years like going straight up for for five or six years in a row and it was like really exciting you know and yes. then the pandemic happened and now it's kind of like back to you know, up and down. So it's, it's, really? uh, it's always going to be a journey for an artist. It's always going to be hard, but it's worth it if you really stick to it. And like we said, we, we said the whole time during this talk, you know, like if you really believe in what you do, keep mm-hmm. going for it. It will work out for you. It's just, you have to be ready for the highs and the lows, right? You can never get too high or too low. You kind of yes. have to be kind of always have to have that belief in yourself that what you're doing is the right thing. And like, kind of just keep pushing right yeah thank you very much for sharing your thoughts today and yeah um, of course i'm looking forward to seeing more of your work and perhaps you can come here to new york city as well and yeah, I'll be back for those who would like to uh contact you i will put your information in the description of the episode and cool, thank, um, you. thank you very much enjoy the rest of your day you too take care All right. bye thank you for listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did follow my show and leave me a review i'd love to hear from you to check out intern store go to internpodcast.com stay tuned